Hey friends, we are the Bad Apple Divas. I'm Priscilla. And I'm Joyce. We like booze, true crime, and ghost stories. We don't take ourselves too seriously. So sit back, relax, and let's have a drink. Hey everybody, it is the Bad Apple Divas. We are on episode 7. How are you doing for today, Priscilla? I am a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we were a bit we we recorded a bit late today, a little bit scattered and stuff. But here we are. I hope you're all comfy. Do you have a little drink at hand, Priscilla? Yes, I have some wine. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're recording separately at our own places today, so I can't confirm this. Are you really drinking wine? What does it taste like? Feet with a hint of grape <laughs> it tastes like apples and sweetness and yumminess <laughs> I'll, I'll cheers with you i have some limoncello on the side here cheers priscilla picks or didn't happen <laughs> oh geez all right no just kidding <laughs> i'm not this i'm not scared i'll take a picture uh, <laughs> I, i'll take it but not with me in it all right that's fine i'm gonna take it with a, maybe with my mic or something <laughs> Well, I think that'll be cool. Anything new that's, that you've been up to? Well, I ran some errands today. I, went, I finally went to that Two Hands place that we were talking about. Yeah. I did a very fail cheese pull on my Instagram. Fail? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't think... I think the cheese got too cold in the car ride home or something. So it wasn't as cheesy and beautiful as I would like it. Oh, uh, that cheese pull we did a few weeks back in the in the taco place was really good. Ugh, I want some more tacos. <laughs> well, maybe we can uh, head to a taco place next week. Oh, sounds good. I'm ready for some tacos, baby. Since we're talking about tacos, I guess the story from today is going to be in, from Mexico again. <laughs> Ooh, oh yeah, today is today's true crime story. And Priscilla's going to tell us a great little um, tale of recent one, you said, right? Yeah, t- uh, today I will tell you about the monsters of Ecatepec. Uh, normally, they, they just say monster. They refer to the guy and don't really include the girl. But you'll see why. Uh, yeah, this was uh, 2018. So the last two stories were like 1,000 years ago. So I figured a new, <laughs> a new one would be Something nice. more recent. <laughs> yeah. So 2018, that's that's like well barely three years ago now since we're just barely in 2021. Yeah, uh, actually like around a year ago, it was still ongoing with the... Uh, with the um, wait, so is this case closed? Yeah, like yeah, it's finally closed. Right. But the, you know, every every year or so, it comes it comes in the news again because something happened. Like, uh, I'm not gonna give you spoilers. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm, I'm intrigued. Are you ready? Are you ready to dive in? Uh sorta. I hope my ums and ass and you knows are not that that prominent today. <laughs> <laughs> and cussing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Colorful language from Priscilla. <laughs> I can I can try to do the 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 ums and stuff, but I don't think I can stop cussing. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I say do what you gotta do. Sometimes cussing portrays emotion better than actual words. Like you know. Yeah. Plus, you know, like my my English is not that great, so when I don't know how to translate something, I just I just say like a, a cuss word to <laughs> to fill in <laughs> to the, fill in the blank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> all right i'm ready when you are okay so the monsters of ecatepec 
Ecatepec is a city in, in, in Mexico. Just so you don't get weird out, like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these stories about uh, two of the most twisted Mexican serial killers of the past few years. And, you know, like two years ago up to 10 years ago. Let's start with a guy. His name was Juan Carlos Hernandez. Uh, we're just going to call him Juan because, um, you know, uh, so many long names, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, he was born in the state of uh, Michoacán, Mexico in 1985. Uh, his dad was uh, very calm and always working, so he was rarely home. Uh, his mom had a very strong personality, and according to Juan, she used to dress him like a girl and humiliate him. I've, I've seen this, you know, in in Mexican culture a little bit, you know, with where if that guy they do it, they do it to humiliate them. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not a th it, it's not right. It's not a thing, but I've seen where like, oh, you were a little girl because you cried or whatnot, you know. Oh, like a sexist kind of commentary. Yeah, like as if you if you're soft or something, then you you yeah. you're a girl. You know, like <laughs> right. <laughs> when he was uh, ten years old, he fell from a second floor and he had a very bad head trauma. And he claims that this made him smarter, as before he had really bad grades. And after he fell and had that, uh, you know, concussion or whatever, he said that he was better now. So <laughs> I don't know. If that's true. His mom used to leave him with one of her friends while she went out on dates. Uh, she used to cheat on the dad, basically. And and this friend uh, sexually molested him when, you know, he was a kid. And when his mom came back home, uh, she would bring random men to have sex. And he would be, like, literally in the next room watching everything. Yeah. Uh, he, he dropped out of school at 16. He had multiple jobs, but he was never really able to keep one. Picking up trash to uh, waiter, but... Yeah, none of them really lasted. So he ended up enlisted in the Mexican army. And after nine months, uh, he, he deserted it. <laughs> oh, so I have a question real quick. Yeah. Um, in Mexico, you know, high school and stuff, do you normally graduate at like 16 or 18? No, you normally graduate at uh, 18. Oh, so like America pretty yeah, much, Yeah, it's, right? it's kind of like here. You, okay. Uh, after all that happened, uh, he met a girl named Monica. And he was madly in love with her. And they eventually got together and they had a child. But one day, she she just disappeared from his life without a trace. And he went crazy. He went to the police. And they only mocked him. They were like, oh, you know what? Your woman left you. <laughs> Did she leave with a child? Yeah, she left with a child. And, and he oh. could never, never really found her. So I don't know. Probably she was like, this guy's kind of crazy. Or I don't know. <laughs> she felt something wrong and she left. Uh, this is the only time that he was seen... Uh, showing any emotion or empathy for anyone. Uh, and, and it is believed that this is the thing that... That made him snap. That broke him. The woman leaving him or like yeah, the like, police mocking him? Like the, the only woman that he's ever loved or the only person that he's ever loved leaving him. And I guess that mm. that's what caused it. In 2008, he met a girl in a bar that reminded him of, of Monica. And her name was Patricia Martinez Bernal. Mm -hmm. uh, she was born in Michoacán in 1980. Basically, they were from the same uh, city and stuff. They just, you know. Ooh, an older woman, though. <laughs> yeah, five years older. <laughs> Uh, she came from a really poor family. She was very submissive and easily manipulated. She was very bad in school and she was abused by a cousin at the age of six. Uh, she said later that she never felt uh, love at any point of her childhood, which only made her seek the approval and affection of like men, especially. Uh, I read somewhere that she was sort of like a on and off prostitute like she would offer her services oh. whenever she needed and got money from that i mean she <laughs> she she just uh seeked approval so i guess that's her main motive juan and patricia eventually got married moved to ecatepec mexico and had four four children together wow 
Yeah, right? Like, they're busy. <laughs> yeah, she, she must really want, want some <laughs> approval, I guess. Yeah, yeah. according to some stories there, uh, Juan was, like, really... Basically hated women after all that happened, you know, of Monica leaving. But Patricia, when, when she got together with him, she was the first one to be, like... Like, oh, I really like your your company or try to be nice to him. So that's what made him kind of uh, get to with her, you know. When, when they moved to Ecatepec, this uh, city had the highest rate of femicide in the country. So there were many cases that were either not investigated or took a long time to take seriously. And it is, it is here where they committed their most atrocious crimes. Oh, no, I don't like this story already. <laughs> is, femicide, is that a word? I mean, I translated from the Spanish and that's what Google said. <laughs> uh, sure. It is it or I'm not? not I'm, I honestly don't even know what that word means, but I was just going to wait for you to tell a story so I can oh. figure it out. <laughs> no, I like it. That it is never outside explains. my dictionary. It never explains it. Let me see. Femicide. It's a sex-based hate cr- crime term. Intention sex based? Yeah. Like so sex is involved? Yeah, like intentional intentional killing of women or girls because they are female. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I was gonna say like sex as in like intercourse or sex as in gender. Yeah, like in gender. So gender based. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, because in that, that's a word they use a lot in Mexico, but I I just mm-hmm. Google translated. <laughs> well, you know me, you're to year the one who's telling me all this true crimes. So I'm learning new words as you go. <laughs> Femicide. Femicide. When you have crimes against the female gender. Uh, warning, we're about to head into the most graphic part of the story. So if you are faint of heart or don't like crime stuff, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Maybe they're here for the ghost story and booze and a fruit salad, okay? <laughs> well, just I warn you, so don't complain. <laughs> According to Patricia, their first victim together was a woman of 22 years old. They lure her, offering her a job as a housekeeper, only to be raped and slaughtered by Juan, who beheaded her and dismembered her. Their second victim was a teenage neighbor who had a substance substance abuse problem, and they offered her food and money, and when she got to their house, Patricia held her down as Juan raped her. Then Patricia waited in the other room with her children as Juan beheaded her. Uh, when she back went back into the room, she was so mad that Juan had left a mess. Juan told her, shut up, basically, and go cook, you know. So she started Holy crap. She started cooking the remains of the body for dinner and fed it to, to, to the family, the kids and Juan and stuff. Okay, so once again, we bring back up to the tamale killer. <laughs> Should they ate Pablo for dinner again. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Yeah, what's with people eating people? Well, you know what? This girl, uh, Patricia, she seems like she needs to get her her stuff together because how can you let your man be raping women repeatedly, you know, with yeah. the kids in the house? Like, what is this? Yeah, that's like something must be wrong with you to be okay with that, you know? <laughs> and she was holding, she held down one of the victims, right? Yeah, she yeah. she held that victim and I mean, she was there. So it's like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like this Juan and Patricia, but tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in 2015, they moved after they had committed those crimes. And they invited one of their old neighbors to their new home. When she was there, they got her drunk. And then both of of them raped her. Uh, Patricia actually, you know, partook in this one. And Juan beheaded and dismembered her while Patricia and the kids waited outside. They also uh, cooked and ate her as they did the previous victim. Wait, I have a quick question. I have to know. Yeah. When they cooked and ate her, 
Do they know what body part and how it was cooked? Because I'm kind of curious. <laughs> no. Why? Well, like, it's not like maybe a stew or, you know, like some kind of delicious, you know, sandwich. You well, know? I'm lucky for a morbid uh, curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying I'm morbid? I no. just wanted to know what she was eating. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about for us in general, like, they like these kind of stories, I guess. They, I never read anywhere what type of food they made. Oh, darn. <laughs> But maybe she... This is me snapping. If she would have been from, I don't know, like 40 years back, she probably would have given the body parts to uh, the Tamala lady. <laughs> With Pablo. <laughs> yeah. Their fourth and fifth victims were a woman and her 10-year-old daughter, whom Patricia... Oh, no. Yeah, it's really sad when they... I mean, it's sad in general, but... Yeah, it's sad in general, but especially with kids. Yeah, because they're innocent, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Patricia invited them to their home where tricks... They first raped the mother and tied her. Juan beheaded her and threw the body in an abandoned lot. And then he raped the little girl, choked her, dismembered mm. her, and cannibalized her remains. Uh, this became their modus operandi, basically. Patricia lured the victims into their homes mm-hmm. uh, to try to sell products. Uh, they sold, like, you know, clothing and perfumes, all those type of uh, products. Yeah. And, and after they got there, Juan killed them, dismembered them, and... They, they also fed some of the body parts to their dogs. Holy crap, man. What And what is up the deal with the beheading? Like, man, he must really like to rip the heads off, you know, people. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of like brutal. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. or probably to, to try to take away the humanity of the of the body, you know, the body itself. Yeah. And, uh, because he also uh, did, uh, what, what do you call it? I forgot the, the, the word, but after the corpse is dead. Necrophilia. Mm-hmm. No, not necrophilia. Oh, he has sex with them? With oh, yeah, body? yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I was necrophilia. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember it, it the damn word. Dark. <laughs> Sorry. The... I was like, oh, man. Well, I think that that was uh, appropriate for this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he, he said that he sometimes, you know, did, I, I guess to dehumanize the body and then do whatever he wanted. But he, he did mention that, you know, also it was a good thing because he was able to feed his family and his dogs i'm pretty sure if he just got a job <laughs> right? and if bought was... regular groceries he could still feed his family and dogs. if he was able to, to get to work and stop being lazy and keep a job then you know he wouldn't have to do this stupid crazy thing <laughs> wow this is this is intense man i'm not gonna lie <laughs> he, he well, was in his 30s he, he was a young 30 year old raping killing bodies i hate this story <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a little dark <laughs> jeez it wasn't until 2018 when arlette samantha evelyn rojas and nancy noemi with her two month uh, old baby went missing in april june and september consecutively that their luck would end the one oh, thing no. that these single mothers had in common was that the last time they were seen family members said they had left to purchase clothing or other products from the couple The police uh, originally began watching them after noticing that they made uh, phone contact hours before these women went missing. So one day, an officer saw them pushing a stroller in the street. And this was sort of normal for them to be seeing them with with bags or things like that because they sold a lot of products. So Mm -hmm. the neighbors were used to that, but the police, you know... They're, they were investigating the, this, the missing mom and a baby, so they're all, oh, oh, a stroller, that, might, that must be the baby, you know? Yes. And and they thought they were going to find the missing baby, only to find it was full of human remains, and there was no baby. Oh, my God. Did he kill the baby, too? Well, I hope the baby's tight. safe, and he did not touch the baby, because that guy's an <laughs> asshole already, and I hate him. Well, sit tight. <laughs> no, <gasps> I'm, <just kidding. laughs> I'm so scared. 
No, uh, after this, uh, they were arrested in October 2018. So after the the uh, after Nancy and her baby went missing, they were m missing in September. Uh, they they probably went quicker on, on action because she had a baby with her, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, as, as you can see, I mean, Arlette was missing in April and they didn't really investigate. <laughs> yeah, like, screw Ar Arlette. You know, that's spring. <laughs> we want to wait until fall to find these missing people with the baby. Yeah, and, and that was, I, I mean, like, not lucky, I guess. Uh, uh, finally, they were, you know, investigating what's happening. And like I told you, Catepec used to be one of the the highest uh, femicide in the mm -hmm. country. So it's lucky they didn't even investigate it. So at this point, there's eight eight victims and a baby, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, about that, that amount. Well, seven adults, a 10-year-old, and the two-month-old. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure and keep track. I wanted to know how much, how many people did he kill? According to Patricia, yeah, they, they killed around 10 people uh, oh. together. Okay. Uh, and after they were arrested in October, uh, the police uh, searched their homes and the investigators found additional human remains in buckets filled with cement in a vacant lot. Uh, and the rest were wrapped in plastic in a refrigerator near their home. Juan admitted to killing at least 20 women, eating, sexually abusing some of the remains, uh, and as well as the selling the baby to a couple for seven hundred and ninety dollars is that usd yeah that's that's used up it was a uh, fifteen thousand pesos mm. it's about seven hundred and eighty dollars well you know what it's still still really crappy that you know he killed a mom and took a baby from someone but at least the baby's still alive you know what i mean although kind of sucks that the baby was sold hopefully to, to a loving couple and not like some <laughs> crazy person out there you know yeah well they they actually caught the couple that that, that bought, bought the, the baby, baby. oh yeah, thank and goodness that's good yeah, and the, the baby was returned to his um, grandma, the, like the, the maternal grandma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and the baby is fine, <laughs> but uh, oh, uh, I mean, uh, sadly, the mom's gone, but at least yeah. the baby was able to escape. Yeah. They charged this couple that bought the baby uh, for, you know, you can't just go and buy a baby. That's, <laughs> <you know? laughs> we have rules for that. Go through an adoption agency, right? Yeah, so they got in trouble too, but. Uh, yeah, when he was arrested and stuff, he expressed that he profoundly hate women and that after Monica left him, if he was not able to be happy or get his happy ending, nobody could or would. Poor Patricia. She's probably listening to this like, thanks. I guess you didn't love me and the children. <laughs> yeah, it's basically the wife that he never loved and the wife that he loved. <laughs> oh, that's, so, that's like I said, poor Patricia, but she she's also a bad person. So I don't yeah, think she's bad for her. She's also bad. I mean. Yeah, she uh, left a murder and the and the raping. So yeah, she was she was she partook in that some of that stuff. I mean, something's wrong with her too. Yeah, I agree. He committed his first murder two weeks after Monica disappeared. He told the authorities. Uh, he also confessed that he killed women as a vengeance from what his mom mother did. He used to call his mom the p word in Spanish. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> he had no remorse whatsoever, and he was cleaning the the filth of the world. That's what he always said. Uh, he considered, you know, women to be the filth of the world. Yet he puts his penis in the filth. Exactly, right? <laughs> oh, men. He was being interviewed, actually, by one, some uh, journalist guy. And uh, he was giving him more of this info during that interview. And he mentioned also that he had visions and heard voices that didn't let him sleep. He saved the hearts of the victims in jars with alcohol, and he offered those to the Santa Muerte. Do you know what the Santa Muerte is, or you heard of it? Uh, that 
I know there's like um there's a sub branch religion thingy that's kind of not witchcraft but kind of like you know like hanging chicken bones is that the thing ah uh, sort of yeah i mean it's it's basically like an icon or you know how, how a saint in mexico in, in the mm -hmm. in the catholic it will be kind of yeah, yeah. like that yeah so it's basically means uh, holy death and it's mexico's folk saint of death okay uh so he he would be basically do these uh Uh, offerings to the Santa Muerte uh, after he did his killings and his Facebook page was full of uh, Santa Muerte images and actually the Facebook is still up <laughs> oh my goodness Wait, so, so so he had voices in his head so maybe he was he had what, not schizo is it like what is that is this schizo the one, is that multiple personalities I forgot But I think I read somewhere that he <gasps> sort of had like schizophrenia or, or traits that would, you know, yeah, like, describe like him. hearing voices and seeing things that that's not, I think that's from his fall when it apparently made him smarter. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it, it fractured his soul and he became more than one person <laughs> when he fell. I also uh, was reading that he used to see a black dog since he was really young. Mm -hmm. uh an imaginary black dog and then he was always like uh like oh why is this dog following me or appearing to me uh one of the works that he had uh he would go and try to give the dog water and then the co-workers started laughing because they're like what dog there's no dog there you crazy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he saw he saw some black dog uh throughout his time i mean it's just another Jeez. like things that he imagined i don't know he was crazy Well, you know, kids might have imaginary friends. He had an imaginary dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which is better. <laughs> Dogs, always. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's real, I guess it'll be better. Yeah. Psychological analysis on the couple revealed that Juan suffers from a psychotic type mental disorder and personality disorders. And Patricia has an intellectual disability as well as delusions induced by her partner. But both have the ability to distinguish between good and evil, which is why they're considered legally responsible for their actions. Let me just clap at this real quick. <laughs> I mean, they they know what's good and what's bad. So, you know, if they did that stuff means that they like, like, you know, killing a person, you know, that's bad. How are you not going to know it's bad? You know? <laughs> right. And then, you know. They, they knew that, like, Patricia knew that, hey, you made a mess. That's bad. Yet, he, you know. Yeah, exactly. Just like, go cook me dinner. Go cook me that, that thigh meat. And there she goes. Oh, <laughs> like, the okay. fact that they serve that to their children is what makes me more sick, I feel. Mm, yeah, like, I am hoping CPS has these children and they, they're not with family at all or anything. Because, you know what? Han's mom wasn't that great either. So, maybe they should just take away all these children Give them a new home at this point. Don't let them live with relatives. Some of the of the of the sources that I found said that the mom actually abused him, but it was not you know, uh, it was not proved. That was his his you know saying. Yeah, maybe it was just his delusions or something. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah it was still a bad childhood and you know bad. Well, regardless, the mom's friend still touched him. Do we know if that friend was a boy or girl? By the way, not that it matters. It was a lady friend. Oh. Around the age of his mom. Yeah, of course. I I, I assumed that at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, poor guy, but, you know, still did You still stuff. know. <laughs> you grew up and you knew what you were doing. You were 30 years old. Don't be doing that. Well, the couple was initially sentenced to 40 years for the femicide of Nancy Noemi, the, the one that had the little girl. 
mm-hmm. and four years for selling the Miss Baby to another couple, and mm-hmm. 30 years for disposing of a body. But there were other crimes such as eating and sexually abusing the corpse, so they had a total of nine sentences, which adds up to 367 years in prison. Lucky for them, I guess, death penalty in Mexico was abolished in 2005. All right, so 367 years. There's no, like, chance of parole or anything, <laughs> right, at that point? No, and also when they caught him, when they caught Juan, he told the authorities, like, I know I'm done here, you know, but I'm just letting you know, if I ever get out, I'm going to continue killing women, you know? Wow. <laughs> so he knows what he's doing, so I'm glad they gave him, like, 400 years. Yeah, lock years. him up, yeah. Don't give yeah. him a chance to come out. <laughs> And I think it was last year uh, where they added like 40, like they just keep adding as the cases, you know, keep mm-hmm. uh, closing. More like discover patient. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think they'll ever get out. And that's good because they are really sucky. <laughs> that is so I'm glad Patricia's in jail. I'm glad he's in jail. Like rest in peace to all his victims, you know. Yeah. Poor, poor, wow. poor women. They They were just, you know. Around the neighborhood, they they knew of these people that sold uh, products. I mean, uh, I I know a lot of people like that too. Like they sell those like Avon or whatever, you know. And, yeah. and you just used to go there, and then suddenly you go, you you don't come back, you know. That's really scary. So basically, yeah, don't buy things from strangers. Instead of like last remember last week's story was the quiet neighbor. These are these are the shady neighbors. <laughs> don't trust the shady neighbors. The don't go there, neighbors. <laughs> yeah, don't don't go and talk to these people. Like, wow. <laughs> well, this was a newer story, so it was a little shorter. I hope I didn't scare you, Joyce. <laughs> I'm very scared. I'm never eating eating any weird foods again, because it might be Pablo or Nancy or you know. Well, I just have some tacos for you waiting in the fridge. Oh, baby, I want some. <laughs> no, <I'm> just. <laughs> <laughs> If, if I had a choice, I would eat a Pablo over a Nancy. Because these, these women, <laughs> I feel for them. They're just innocent. They are trusting. They just wanted to buy. They just wanted to look good. They just wanted to buy some stuff. Some retail therapy, you know? Yeah, or like clothing for their babies and whatnot. Yeah, you know? great. So, yeah, I would rather eat a Pablo than uh, anything else. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and, I, and uh, one thing that I was wondering what happened to the kids, you know, but... They never said anything. Maybe it's for security or whatnot. Yeah, but. because they're like underage or something. They don't want to disclose too much info or something. Yeah, and it's a newer story, so they're still out there. And I, I hope that they're okay and they don't know about their terrible parents. I don't, I mean, like, how can you not know? Like, you know, I, I, it makes me think back, like, you know, how you said, like, when Juan was a kid and the mom brought back home men to sleep with and he was in the other room. Like, was that a catalyst and is that why he did it to his own children when the, when his own children were in the other room you know like well that he he was watching the mom like literally i read that he was watching her through a curtain some people said that she made him watch other people just said that you know he wanted he, to watch he wanted to watch yeah but yeah. but i mean he was trying to sort of protect the kids by sending them to the other room so they don't see anything so i guess he has a tiny bit of humanity <laughs> i don't know well, I hope there's no curtain in that room then. Gosh. <laughs> I hope it was a door or or something like a cement wall. <laughs> You're right. Like, no noise, please. This is terrible. This is a really sad and disappointing and disturbing story. There was not really no winners here. I, yeah. At least that, the last story, it was sort of a, 
like a good karma when the bucket fell on, on them. And oh, stuff. the sisters. The <laughs> yeah. Sister. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of speechless. I don't know the segue to be like, hey, what's, what do you recommend this week? You know, like, <laughs> well, how about we take a drink to, to yeah, I think I, let's take a long sip, Patricia. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheat you up. Justice, I guess. <laughs> to bad people getting what they deserve. <laughs> oh man, I just already, I already took a sip already. <laughs> and one, and one, so you can, you know, stand these stories. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers. <laughs> I already took like three sips, but okay. You know what? Sometimes a girl gets thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So okay, I think I've had enough about enough talk about this 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 couple. What do you recommend for us this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, since it was another bitter story, I will recommend something sweet <laughs> again. Uh, all right, I, I think uh, you need dessert. Some sweetness. Uh, yeah, some dessert. Uh, the place is called Snow Time. Uh, is actually one of the my favorites around, and I don't know why I haven't uh, talked about it before. But... And it's Asian owned, so you can't yell at her for having only Mexican stuff, you know? Exactly. <laughs> there's two two locations now. Congratulations to them. They have like ice cream, right? Ice cream, fish cone stuff. Yeah, drinks. they have a snow, which is basically kind of like a thin shave ice uh, with yummy flavors on top. Uh, my favorite is the Spress Snow <laughs> commercial. <laughs> Priscilla really likes espresso. If, if you guys want to send Priscilla a gift, send her coffee. Coffee and LV. Coffee, alcohol. Really and tacos. <laughs> you see, I'm a simple girl there, you know? Give me alcohol, give me coffee and tacos and I'll be I'll be fine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but yeah, they have a location in Chandler and the other one is in Mesa, I think. Yeah, the one by H Mart, the new one. Okay, yeah, Joyce knows that one. I I never been there. <laughs> we should have gone we watched, we should have gone to two hands today. I know you wanted the, the hot dog, the corn dog thingy. Where which one? It was really good. I'm not gonna that two hands corn dog, the Korean corn dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like it? Oh yeah, it's really good. Like one is really filling. I'm like so full. <laughs> can can we go and share one? Because I never had it, but you know, I'm kind of trying I to think, lose weight. <laughs> I think you would love the spicy one. It's so good. You'll like it. It's not like spicy where need... it's like blow your mind or anything, but it's really good. Well, I need so you need. <laughs> I need. But first, well, let's let's maybe we should we should go after this. But first, what's our handles? Where can they, where can these people find us? <laughs> Our handles are Bad Apple Divas everywhere, I think. <laughs> yeah, Instagram, TikTok, we don't use it. <laughs> Facebook. Well, funny story, <laughs> I recently downloaded and I've been there for since ever since. It's really funny. It's like instant memes. <laughs> I we're on the Bernie meme train right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I all like yeah, all the, the hashtags I joined were like food, foodies and stuff, so mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like watching memes and food all day. <laughs> I like it. Maybe maybe that'll be our next fruit salad. Some memes and pop culture. Yeah, or why don't we ask people stuff? See who our two listeners wants to <laughs> <laughs> wants to uh, interact with us. <laughs> Ooh, should we have guests? Yeah, we can have guests. Uh, who who should we have? Uh, we'll discuss this afterwards. Okay. Maybe it'll be, because maybe we can't get them, you know. So if you want to be a guest, uh, let us know. Uh, two listeners, listener one or two, if you want to be a guest, <laughs> or or other podcasters. We have like a 
We have a, such a loving family on. Instagram. Oh yeah, Joyce. Joyce uh, joined uh, the geeks a few weeks back. Oh geez, why are you already mentioning that? <laughs> let's, so go let's watch not her the talk geeks. about that. It's a Turbo Geeks Ultra. Yeah, Turbo Turbo Geeks Ultra. Joyce was there. Go hear her internet uh, drop in a few minutes or something like that. <laughs> Ugh, I'm already like cringing, and and my mic. So you know, when the internet went out, I had like calling with my phone. So I didn't have this nice mic. It was just a really craptacular headset it was great (laughs) (laughs) well yeah uh check that episode out and if you want to be a guest let us know hey thanks for listening i hope you all have a great tuesday it's a tuesday oh yeah it's tuesday i don't know what day it's anymore (laughs) (laughs) all right well we're out of here we're gonna get some two hands we'll get our two hands on some two hands and or tacos whatever maybe tequila who knows the night the day is young (laughs) everything (laughs) oh thing all right bye people bye and thanks for listening to our horrible story today (laughs) (laughs) bye bye save your thing i had to say thing i can't curse